Welcome back. Part 5, Episode 3. April 12, 2022. Of course, when I woke up this morning, I thank God. Not long after I got up, my day started. 9.26 a.m. Carla message. She wrote, good morning, praying for the case to be resolved. I wrote, thank you. Have a good day. 9.55 a.m. I messaged Summer. I wrote, good morning, Summer. I called Friday at 2.04 p.m. No one answered their phone, and I thought since she had questions for me, she would call me back, but she hasn't. It's just kind of odd to me. Summer wrote, good morning. I hope they get their crap together. I wrote, I hope so too. I really hope so. And thank you again, Summer. Summer wrote, you're welcome. Keep me updated, and I hope all goes well. I wrote, oh yes, yes, I will let you know, and I hope so too. 11.24 a.m., I wrote, prayers sent for you. 12.50 p.m., Summer wrote, prayers for you too. I wrote, thank you. And you know, it's just odd to me. This girl received the packet of the cemetery case in the back seat of a rental car, and she has helped me with where it's going now. And I have mentioned the similarities between her and my family. It's really weird. And not knowing this girl, but only through messages and her helping with the advice. The workers finished working for the day and I cleaned up after they left. I watched some TV and when Madison was ready to take her lunch break from work, I cooked dinner for us. When she got off work, we went to the stores to get some things she needed. When we got home, she made up her friend's Easter basket. Then she asked if she could go to a couple more stores, and of course I let her go. When she got back home, I was ready to say goodnight. April 13, 2022. When my mind was awake this morning, I knew it was going to be a rough day. I prayed to God before I even opened my eyes. I laid there to think, and I thought, I must be doing something wrong with all of this. And I start to cry. I opened my eyes and saw the time on the clock. I asked myself, why am I awake at 6.32 a.m.? It's like I'm being punished for something. I said, God, I'm sorry for every little thing I have ever done wrong. And when you're tested like this, believe me, you ask yourself all kinds of questions. I got out of bed to open the shades in the front room to let the sun shine in, to try to feel better. I laid back down and I prayed to God for the city to come to their senses and put the headstones back where they go, or at least let the others be aware of it, and most of all, tell me 100% where Megan is. My heart is heavy again. Then I thought, happy heavenly birthday, my pops. My next thought is, I haven't heard from the city, and I didn't call them either. But like Madison said, they might not have wanted to talk to you. They just wanted to say they called. I thought, yeah, that makes sense. 3.52 p.m., Patty called. We talked a little bit, and I had to let her go to talk to the pool workers. 5.03 p.m., I called Patty back, and I told her before I had a story to read to her. We kept getting interrupted when we would talk, so I called her back now to talk to her. 
She told me about a letter she received in the mail. We talked about that. Then she said, all right, read me your story. I read it to her. The story of the personal moment between God and I. She said, wow, Em. I said, yeah, all they had to do was own it, fix it. I told them that in the beginning. I could have helped them move them back. And I'm a reasonable person. They could have talked to me. We could have worked it all out, but they didn't. They wanted to lie and say they cut down a tree and then had to do what they did to cover up their lie. Patty said, I know him. They do need to fix it. Then they need to take care of what they did. I said, oh, I know they do, but will they? I started crying and Patty could tell because she asked, are you all right? I said, yeah, it's just so darn emotional on some days. Friday after I had that moment with God, I felt at peace. Saturday I was good, Sunday too. Monday I was good and yesterday too. But today when I woke up, my heart is heavy. And I've been trying to ignore the feeling, but at times it gets the best of me. Patty listened and thank you for that. We talked about it for a little bit and then our connection was going south. So we had to hang up. And my thought of that is the brilliance of technology. It's quiet now and I'm enjoying it. April 14, 2022. This morning is even easier getting out of bed. I thought one week since Bee called from the city. I still don't know the question she needed to ask. She hasn't called me back either. And I tried last Friday and I'm sorry, but that's all I can give them. As the afternoon moved on, I thought I need to get out of here. 4.03 p.m. Carla called. We were talking and she asked, and I thought maybe I need to go with her this evening. I asked her, is your dad going with you tonight? She said, no, he don't like to go. I said, oh, do you want me to go with you? She sounded a little excited and said, do you want to go? I said, yeah, I will go with you. Carla said, all right, let me get a couple things done and I will be there to get you. I said, all right, I will be ready. We hung up. I got ready and waited a few minutes for her. When she got here, I was glad to go with her. Thank you, Carla, again. 10.36 p.m. when I got home, I was ready for bed. Good night. Thank you, God, for this day. April 15, 2022. Happy Good Friday. After the workers came and went this morning, early afternoon, Madison is off work today, so we went to the cemetery. 1.21 p.m., I pulled into the cemetery, hoping and praying no one from the city is here. I stopped at Megan's, I took some pictures, and I took some more pictures of the dates of death on some of the headstones, and they were here before Megan. I talked with her, then as I got back in the car, a city truck is pulling up the road behind me, and I drove with him behind me, and he turned on the street between Megan and Wyatt and went into the park area. I drove on until I saw him turn, then I pulled around to visit with Wyatt. Then I pulled up the road and back around to Megan again, and I told my angels we loved them. I pulled away and I drove down the road, and it was quiet for a little bit, 
and a tear ran down my cheek, and I knew I needed to pull it together to get home, and I did. When we got home, Madison got ready to go have pictures taken with her friend, Avi, and I cleaned house. 7.16 p.m., a thought came to mind. Thank you, dear God, for lifting the weight. And I mean, I can tell it has been lifted. Now I need guidance to get through this. Guide me to know how. And thank you for this day. April 16, 2022. When I woke up this morning, I thank God for the weight being even lighter. I know it's not over. It just doesn't seem so heavy like it had before. Madison left for work, and yes, I'm home alone, and it doesn't seem so stressful like before. And I thank God for that. I thought to message Summer this morning to let her know I haven't heard anything. But then I thought, you know, it's Easter weekend. I will wait until Monday unless she messages me before then. 5.19 p.m., my friend B came in. He had his Harley truck out today, so he came by to show it to Madison, and Madison is at work. We were talking about one of his friends that was being investigated, like a background check or something. And I said, oh, I'm sure they have or are investigating me. Beep said, oh, yes, yes, I'm sure they are or have been. And they're mad because there's nothing there. I said, well, I don't know why they would be mad, but yeah, right. But I've had my background checked before, and I don't worry about things like that. He said, right. I said, and everyone keeps asking me, have you heard anything? Have you called them back? Have they called you back? I said, I called Friday, the day after they called me, and there was no answer. And I don't feel that I should chase them down to find out the questions they have for me. And if they have questions, why don't they call me back? B said, right, you don't call them, let them call you. I said, I am, I'm not calling them. B said, right, you're a smart lady. I said, thank you. After he left, I started dinner and I'm making bar barbecue chicken, excuse me, fresh vegetables and dip, a potato or macaroni and cheese. Haven't decided that yet. April 17th, 2022, good morning. I thank God and my angels. Happy Easter. After I had gotten dinner started, when I got it done, Madison was on lunch break from work. Yes, she worked today on Easter. I boxed her dinner up and I picked up her up from work and I drove to the cemetery while she ate. 3.22 p.m. I pulled into the cemetery and I pulled up to Wyatt. Although when I passed Megan, I looked over at her and told her happy Easter baby and I love you. We sat with Wyatt for a few minutes and not too many people out here today. I told him I loved them and I pulled away. I pulled around to Megan. At 3.31 p.m., pulling up, I was crying, talking with her. I asked her to help me finish this for them, and I prayed for me to get it done. As I was talking to her, Madison said, it's 3.33. I looked up at the clock on the radio and it was 3.33 p.m. I said, thank you, Jesus. I got tears in my eyes again and I knew then it would all be all right. 
God gave me the okay. We left the cemetery and I dropped Madison off at, back off at work and I went home. 5.05 p.m. my grandson Jeff called wanting me to bring them a plate. His mom, my daughter-in-law, has been sick so they are staying close to home, which is a good thing. I boxed up the to-go plates and took it to them. And I love you all. Happy Easter. When I got back home, I received a message from Nicole that they were on their way. 7.01 p.m., Nicole, Kurt, and the girls, Zoe and Lily, came over to eat. We had a good visit, and they know I love them too. Happy Easter. Nicole helped me clean the mess, and I was ready to relax, and I did. And thank you, dear God, for this day. April 18, 2022. When I opened my eyes this morning, I thanked God. I thanked my angels. I knew I had to go help. Beep! So I got ready to go, and before I could leave, I was waiting on the maintenance man, the pool man, to get here. When he got here, I was ready to leave. 10.36 a.m., I saw I had mail in the box, so I checked it. I had two magazines. I had an important piece of mail on top, then a bill, then a letter from the attorney general's office. When I saw it, I thought, oh no. I laid the magazines on the counter. I laid the envelope mail on the desk and sat down to open it. I opened the top envelope first and it was good to see it finally came. Then I opened the bill and set it in my pile of bills in the drawer and I picked up the letter from the attorney general's office and held it in my hand and said, oh God, please let it be good. Don't let it go. No, 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 bad news, please. I opened it. I read the letter, then the letter from the city. I started to tear up and I heard a voice say, Nanette, don't cry. You've got them. It was as if she was sitting in the room with me. That's how clear she was. I stopped myself from crying. I got happy. Then I started laughing. And I, of all people know, this is not a laughing matter. But really? My thoughts now, now people, they are saying I don't exist to them, more or less. There's nothing saying of any of this had even happened. Are you kidding me? I left it alone. When I left, I took the letter with us. Madison and I. When I got to my friends, he wasn't home, but we went in to wait on him. 3.15 p.m. while at my friends, I messaged Jen. I wrote news today. They wrote back to the attorney general's office saying, they don't know me. When I get home, I will call you. She didn't reply right away. By the time my friend got back, we were already done helping him clean his house and get things in order. He came in and sat down. After he was done telling us about his day, I asked him, do you wanna know what I received today? He said, what? I said, I received a letter from the attorney general's office with a letter from the city. He said, you did? I said, yep. They say they don't know me, more or less. 
my friend started laughing. He said, I can be a witness that they do know you. I drove over there to the meetings at the city hall. I said, oh, I know. I handed the letters to him and he was having a hard time reading it without his glasses. So Madison said, I'll read it to you. I said, yeah, Madison hasn't read it yet either. So she can read it while she reads it to you. Madison took the letters and read them to my friend. They both laughed. I said, well, they will know me because I have all the documents since Megan was laid to rest. Madison, my friend, and I sat there for a few moments in a period of disbelief. 3.51 p.m. Jen message. She wrote, oh, wow, okay. We visited with B for a little while, and then I drove home. On the drive, I'm thinking about all the information I could send. I thought that that lady couldn't wait to use that she called me against me. But I will send the screenshot in a picture of me returning her call, and she didn't answer either. But anyway, I will get all the paperwork together and send it back to the Attorney General's office. Just all kinds of thoughts, and I have to laugh. They don't know me. I thought, oh, they do know me. I drove home and I needed to rest. 4.35 p.m., I called Jen. I told her what the letter said. She went, oh my gosh. So now that letter is them lying to a government official. I said, yeah, more or less. I have all the paperwork and my name is all over the paperwork. Yeah, when Megan passed, I was in a different name because I was married. But that just tells me they didn't do their homework. I even have a witness saying he took me to the city hall for their meetings. 4.36 p.m., I messaged Summer. I wrote, I received a letter from the Attorney General office with the response from the city. It's saying more or less they don't know me. Yes, my name was different back when my granddaughter passed. My maiden name is McMahon, and boy, they do know me. Jen wrote, it shouldn't matter what your last name was. Like you said, they didn't do their homework. I wrote, right, it's bullshit. And I'm working the next couple days to get all the paperwork sent to the Attorney General. Jen wrote, you need to send copies of all your proof that you have and copies of court papers from recently. I wrote, yes, that's what I'm going to do. Jen wrote, this is, pisses me off so bad. I wrote, me too, baby. Jen wrote, you got this. Send all your proof. I wrote, oh, baby, I already know. Jen wrote, do everything you can. I wrote, oh, I will. I am. 4.51 p.m. While being home, I called my brother John back. He answered. I said, is Gail home with you? He said, yeah, why? I said, because I want you to put me on speaker and let me tell you guys what the letter said I received from the city today. He said, oh, hold on. Yeah, she's here. He put me on speaker and Gail said, hello. I told them I received a response from the city 
and they say they don't know me. Gail said, what? I said, there is no record of me in their office. I read the response to them. We talked about it and they reassured me it will all be all right. We talked for about 45 more minutes and I had to get off the phone. While talking to John and Gail, I did send Carla a message. 4.53 p.m., I messaged Carla. I wrote, I received a response today. They say they don't know me. Carla wrote, B.S. You probably should have left a message when you called the other day. You have so much evidence that the Attorney General needs to see. I wrote, yes. Will you help me get it all together? I will need that notebook. And no, I should not have left a message. I have my proof. I called back. And yes, I do have so much proof for them. Carla wrote, yes, I'm at work at the moment though. You can call me later. I wrote, well, yeah, I just got home not too long ago myself. You be careful. Carla wrote, all right. 5.01 p.m., I messaged Patty. She had called earlier, but I missed her call. I wrote, just got home. I received a response today. The city is saying they don't know me. Patty wrote, what? Oh my, make copies of your correspondence. I wrote, yeah, I'm going to. And while waiting for any more messages or phone calls, I wrote some notes down to know what I have to get done. 6.50 p.m. Summer messaged. She wrote, they're playing dumb. I'm sorry. I hope you can get this fixed quickly. I wrote, yes, they are, but I have legal documents of conference meetings with them. I have proof of all we have done, and I will copy it all. I will write a letter to the Attorney General, and yeah, they used the call they made to me against me, but I do have my call list of me calling her back. Summer wrote, they should, should just own up to what they did and end all of this. It would be so easy. I wrote, they should, but it's going to have to be proven. And really, it's just making themselves look bad. I was able to start a letter, a rough draft. I took a shower and got ready for bed because I am tired today. April 19, 2022. Thank you for this day. 3.09 p.m. I finished with the timeline. I will rest for a little while, then get the information out and get it together. Wish me luck. This afternoon, I spent time with Madison taking her car over to get the windows tinted. While she waited for the call to get, get it done, I drove to the cemetery. At 4.42 p.m. when I pulled in, there were a couple cars here and there were kids running around close to where Wyatt is laid to rest. I pulled up to Wyatt and we sat with him for a while. I prayed to him. I choked up and I asked him to help Nana finish this, get it done. When we were done, I told him I loved him. I pulled away and pulled up to Megan's area and I started taking pictures. I started talking to Megan and praying to her. I took some pictures and I pulled away and I pulled out of the cemetery. When I got home, Madison got a word to pick her car up. So I drove her over to get her car 
when I dropped her off, I watched her until she got in her car and was ready to pull out. She followed me to almost home when she went into the library to run some papers off, and then she came home. And of course, I was already home. While at home, I started looking for the information, and I looked, worked it on it up until about 10 o'clock tonight. I watched the news, and I needed to go lay down, and I went to bed. April 20th, 2022. This morning when I got up, I needed to finish looking for the information. Madison had to work today, so I knew I would have the quiet time to be able to. After she left for work at 10.36 a.m., she had to be to work at 11, I started again. I worked on it and worked on it. I did take a couple breaks. Madison had called and asked if I would go to lunch with her, and I told her I would, and I knew why. She's just wanting to make sure I'm eating. We went to a Coney Island in beep, beep, and it was good. I hadn't been there in years. After we ate, she dropped me back off at home. I started again, and I worked and worked. I talked with Jen and Carla this afternoon, and I told them what I had been doing, and they gave me some advice, and I appreciate it. I finished finding the information I needed and proofreading the three first parts. I looked through part four, but it didn't look like it needed any. Part five needed a few while skimming through the pages, but I fixed them too. 8.07 p.m. I called Nicole. There's no answer. 8.56 p.m. when I finished, I looked back on the pictures at the cemetery yesterday. And the pictures I took, I took six of them. The fifth picture shows a glare of light glowing down from the clouds. And it shines down on the area where Megan's headstone washed down to. And it's a beautiful picture. I love you, my angels, and all the babies waiting to get their headstones back. Thank you, dear God. Carla did say when I talked to her, I will come over and bring some food, and we can eat, and I will help you with all the paperwork. I told her, yes, that sounds good. And she has her reasons, as Madison did. I know why, to make sure I eat. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, Madison. I love you both. April 21st, 2022. My morning is a bit emotional. Carla had said something last night that thought I thought of, and when I did, I started to cry. She said, if Megan asked you not to cry, then don't cry. And I thought, she's exactly right. Thank you, Carla. After I cleaned up this morning, I got the notebook out for this case. 2.44 p.m., I got paper and pen and sat down to write the letter to our Attorney General's office. I talked about the meetings. It took me a few tries over and over to get it written, but I believe I got it. After I was done writing the letter, I got the papers that I needed to be copied. 5.13 p.m., I'm feeling it. I've cried off and on. Trying to catch my breath is tough at times. I had to stop. I had to quit to rest. I didn't rest very long because I know I needed to get it done. I copied each page twice. 
5.53 p.m. I finished copying the papers, well, all but two right now. I have to look for the letter I received from the funeral board, then I will copy them. I know it will bother Carla because I have got it done already, but she can still bring the food over and we can eat when she comes tomorrow. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. I sorted the papers. I copied each paper twice, so I made two piles, and I will put it in order tomorrow and get it ready for mail. 9.11 p.m. when I was done, my writing wasn't so good, so I decided to type it out, then sign it. I finished typing at 9.45 p.m. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, my angels. Dear Heavenly Father, Bless me to send enough information to our Attorney General. Bless him to help us, me, Megan, all of them. Thank you. Protect us from evil. April 22, 2022, 6.29 a.m. I woke up crying. My body aches. My head hurts. My head spins. God help me. I lay here and I thought about it all like, it's replaying over and over in my head. I asked my mom, give me your strength. I got out of bed at 9.08 a.m. When I woke up, I'm hungry for some reason. At times, it's tough to even eat. I have been living on saltine crackers and juice for a little while. I made bacon and eggs and toast. And yes, of course, my glass of OJ. When I was done eating, I cleaned up and got in the shower. My friend came over and waiting on the pool guys. They didn't come because it looks like it's going to rain. Beep! Left. Madison had a few errands to do, so she left to do that, and I looked for the letter from the funeral board. I couldn't find it anywhere, and I'm hoping it's in the notebook Carla has. 1.07 p.m., Carla came over and shortly after, Madison came home. Carla did bring the notebook, and it did have the paper I was looking for in it. I was so happy. Thank God. I copied it twice. We visited. We talked. We ate sub sandwiches, and Carla had brought each of us a smoothie or a tea. I had the green tea with strawberry. Madison and Carla had smoothies. And thank you, Carla. 2.43 p.m., Carla and I went to an office store to get the two sheets copied that were longer than a normal copier, so I had to go to the office store. I got it copied twice. The people there are always so helpful and nice. We were done, so I drove the long way home. When we got back to my house, Madison had taken her car to get the front window tinted. Carla and I visited for a little while before she knew she had to go to work. 3.50 p.m., I read the letter to Carla that I wrote to the Attorney General. She thought it was good. She said it sounds really good. When she was getting ready to leave to go to work, she's sitting there looking sad. Now I'm making myself a glass of iced tea, and when I was done, I looked at her and said, I'm going with you. Her eyes got really big and she said, really? I said, yeah, I will go. You're sitting there like you don't want to go by yourself. So yeah, I will go with you. She's happy someone's going with her. I'm glad I could help her. We got our things together for the evening and we left. 
I got back home tonight at 10.20. It wasn't good to leave everything I've been working on for the past four days and try to get my mind off of it. And it did help going with her. And thank you again, Carla. 11.36 p.m. Yes, I'm still up. I went over the letter I typed out for the Attorney General. When I read it to Carla earlier, she had noticed a mistake when I wrote November. The first two letters, N-O, were capitalized. So I wanted to go back through the whole thing and see if there were any other mistakes. I got that done. Okay, I'm done for the night. Good night. April 23rd, 2022. Yes, I woke up crying. Crying from the stress, from the aches and the pains. And I think sometimes, would I hurt like I do now if I wasn't doing this? Maybe not so much, but I do have pains due to my diabetes. But I don't believe throughout all the years with my sickness, I ever ached like this daily. But who knows, I am getting older. Madison left for work and I started getting the paperwork in order. 11 o'clock a.m., I started getting the papers together and I went back to look at the file I had put together years ago and used that put, to put the papers in order. There were a few I had to copy, but I got it done. 4.01 p.m., Carla called. We talked for a few minutes and she said she would leave her house at 4.30 p.m. I knew I could work up until then, and I did. I stopped at 4.29. I got ready for her when she was there to get me. She wanted me to go with her to deliver the packages again, and I went. And I don't mind going with her. It gives her company, and I didn't want to sit and think too much. And I'm glad I went with her, because we had a storm, and the delivery stopped. So we sat under an awning at a gas station we ate and we talked to others who were stuck there also. The weather at times can be so scary. When it started to clear, she finished what she could and I got home about 11 p.m. And man, you already know I was beat. Thank you for this day. April 24, 2022, 7.23 a.m. I woke up again emotional. I cry and cry. I begged the Attorney General man to fix this for me, for all of us. I fell back asleep and woke up at 9.15 a.m. and I was ready to get up. After breakfast and Madison left for work, I put the paperwork in order as if I was going to slip it in the envelope and mail it. 1.09 p.m. I finished. It's ready to go. As I'm writing this, a thought came to mind. I feel emotional and good at the same time, and I hope it's a sign that everything will work out. 12.18 p.m., I called Carla. We talked for about seven minutes, I would say. I asked her if she wasn't busy. Could I borrow her for about 30 minutes? She asked why. I said, I need to go to the cemetery, and I don't want to go by myself, but I need to go check out things because of the storm last night. She had to call me back. 12.40 p.m., Carla called back. We talked for another 10 minutes. She said, yes, I will go with you about four o'clock. I said, all right. 
We talked a little longer and hung up. I sorted all the other files and put them away. All of Megan's paperwork has been put away, and I hope it's safe. Man, at times this is just so darn hard. 2.34 p.m., I messaged Madison. I wrote, when are you having lunch? Madison wrote, I'm probably going to come home soon. I wrote, all right, will you get the picture developed and run off the letter to the Attorney General? Everything is ready. Thank you, baby. Madison wrote, we can go see Megan and Wyatt when I get off. I wrote, oh, all right, thank you. 2.38 p.m., I messaged Carla. I wrote, hey, baby, continue what you're doing. Madison is getting off work and will go to the cemetery. So you do not have to go now, but thank you anyway. File is ready also. I got it all done, all in order, waiting on the picture of the call log, and I will slip it in there and it will be ready. I'm so happy it's done and I'm praying this fixes it. It fixes me. Carla wrote, oh, all right, I totally understand, and you're welcome, and that's really good, Anna. Me too. I hope it does fix everything. I will be praying. I wrote, thank you, baby. 2.54 p.m., I can honestly say I feel good. The weight is still here, but I can feel that it is not as heavy as it has been. God help me. Bless me to know this man will be the one to help. Help me to know so no more weight can be put on me. God, I ache. Help the ache to go away. My heart is broken. Help it to mend. 3.03 p.m. I walked into the kitchen to check my sugar. My sugar is 2.22. When I saw it, I said to myself, no way. I looked up again. And I looked up and said, thank you, dear God. I started to cry. I even bent over the countertop and cried some more. I laughed a little and cried even more. He gave me that sign that fast. Thank you. 3.09 p.m., I sat in the desk chair in front of the window. While looking out, I could feel the weight isn't as heavy. And I appreciate that. I even smiled with tears in my eyes. Oh my gosh. 3.23 p.m. While walking through the living room, it hit me. It's because I didn't give up. I sat down to rest and I'm at peace. I felt the weight lift and I knew I could sit and do nothing for a little bit. 4.34 p.m. Madison got off work early, so we were able to go to the cemetery. When she got here, she was hungry, so she ate. 5 o'clock p.m., I drove to the cemetery. 5.23 p.m., I pulled up to Wyatt. We sat with him for a while. There were quite a few people here. Some were having a balloon release. It's beautiful out here when things are at peace. 5.31 p.m., I pulled up to Megan's area. And as I pulled up, I started taking pictures from the street. We sat with her. I talked with her. And of course, you know, I prayed to her. I felt a sense of peace. I got tears in my eyes and took a deep breath. I told Madison, this has got to be it. It has to be over after this with the Attorney General's office. Madison said, 
Oh, I know. I told my angels we loved them, and I left the cemetery. When we got home, I sat down. It almost felt like I was getting off of a roller coaster ride that went on and on forever, and I was able to jump off. My body aches, but I felt relief at the same time. Madison was in her room, and I sat down in the family room. While sitting here, it's like I was reflecting on the whole case. I said to myself, in the beginning, I didn't even know where to start. I know I prayed a lot. I followed my instincts, my premonitions, my thoughts and feelings. I took one step at a time. Of course, I started to cry thinking a little all. I gasped for air and I waited. I was having flashbacks of it all and I'm crying. I thought, I put all of Megan's stuff away from this story. And when I thought of it, I said, I have not done that before. And I cried even more because it's so damn emotional. 5.55 PM, I called Lisa. We talked for over an hour. She talked about what she's been doing. And then I told her what I had done earlier this afternoon. I read her the letter I wrote to the Attorney General's office. And when I was done reading it, Lisa said, perfect. I said, really? Lisa said, yes, it's perfect. Send it and see what happens. I said, right. I think, though, they can't deny this. They can't scoop this um, to the side because it would make beep look really bad then. Lisa agreed. She asked them, so do you think you have Megan or not? I said, mm, I don't know. I don't believe so. And if there is a chance of having her, she was dumped out onto the ground. I told Lisa the story about that. She said, there you go, Em. You tell that story to the people. You will be able to when time is. And I was crying and said, I hope so. After we were done talking, Lisa had to go and we hung up. I went into the kitchen and got a glass of iced tea. And I was getting the ice. A heart-shaped piece of ice fell out of my hand onto the counter. I took a picture of it. It was hard to believe to see as perfect as it looked. A heart shape. And you know, I took that as another sign. As the evening calmed down, I was ready for bed, and the day was over. Thank you, dear God, for this day. Thank you for letting me, with good faith, get the case file together for the Attorney General Office. April 25th, 2022. The morning is nice, easy to get out of bed, maybe because I know this is the day the file will be put in the mail. My sugar is only 59 this morning. So I had to take care of that. I got some cereal in my juice and I started feeling better. Madison needed to go pick up her prom dress from the Martinizing store. When we got back home, 12.20 p.m., Madison left to go get the cop letter copied off and copied again. She came back home and I put the letter in the call log picture in the case file and Madison left to go mail it. 12.27 p.m., Madison sent a message. She wrote, mailed it at 12.27 p.m. I wrote, 
Thank you, baby. I love you. How fast something can change. I started to cry. My chest got tight. My head hurts now. My back hurts. I could barely breathe. My anxiety level, my stress level, my emotions are running high, really high. I sat still to try to clear my mind if I could. I started talking to my friend about my great grandbabies and they make me laugh. And I've got to keep my mind on positive things. And it did help. The case file has been sent and I am going to focus on the good things in my life. Thank you, dear God. No, my gosh, I'm here. I got it done. My gosh, dear God, give me my life back. Thank you. 8.05 p.m., my brother John called. And I haven't heard from him all day, so I was glad to hear from him. We talked about 30 minutes, but he asked, what have you been doing today? I said, I got the letter copied and the call log picture ready to put in the packet. Madison took it, mailed it at 12.27 this afternoon. And I feel as though it's over. I said, after I got all the information, I put it in a pile to mail. And I knew all I had left to do was put the letter and the call log picture in the envelope. I packed up all of, of Megan's other stuff. He said, oh, really? Yeah, it's at the end. I said, that's what I think too. I have never done that before, but everything is packed away and now I will start the conclusion. Tomorrow, the conclusion will start. John said, wow, really? I said, yes, it's almost over, I feel. I just have to get through to the end. He said, you will. I said, all I have to do now is try to relax and wait. And I pray it all works out for all of us. John said, it will. We talked a few more minutes. And he sounded like he was falling asleep, so I let him go. And thank you, my brother John, for listening. April 26, 2022. When I woke up this morning, it wasn't on my mind as heavy. I lay here for a few minutes to think about what mistakes I could have made, if any. And in the letter and the information to the Attorney General Office, I did think of one. I think one. I didn't sign my name to the letter. I typed it out and at the end of me typing it, but I did not sign it in ink, if that's a mistake. Another thought I had not so heavy on my mind, nothing is, and no one too. I haven't heard from anyone, not even, are you doing all right? For the first time in a long time, I have felt all right. I'm not carrying the stress as heavy today, and I don't want to brag on it too much, and I pray I don't get kicked in the teeth again. But today I feel good. 1.52 p.m., Patty called. We talked for about 25 minutes when there was a knock on the door and I had to call her back. She did not answer. 2.46 p.m., my brother John called. He asked, how you doing? I said, I'm doing good. I'm having a good day, and I haven't cried once today. He said, one day at a time, sis, one day at a time. I said, I know. 3.36 p.m., John and I are still talking, and he asked, have you heard anything yet from anyone about the cemetery? I said, no. 
I sent the file out yesterday so they could have received it today or tomorrow. Madison took it in and sent it certified mail with a signature. John said, oh good, that's the only way to send it too, to make sure it gets there. I said, I know, that's why I sent it like that. I said, I just know I can't take the kicks in the teeth no more. They can't sweep it under the rug. And I pray this man is the one to be upstanding and to help get it done. John said, it'll work out. I said, thank you, Brother John. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm pacing the floor. I don't have anything to do. I have been working on this case for the mat past almost seven years, and now it's in someone else's hands. John said, yes, it is. I said, so now I will wait and try to live my life as I can until I hear something. John said, you'll be okay. I said, I feel like I will be, right now anyway. 8.45 p.m., Lisa called, and I missed her call, but she messaged. 9.55 p.m., Lisa messaged, checking on you today. Did you get that in the mail? I wrote, we are good. Yes, it's in the mail. They should have received it today, and if not, tomorrow for sure. Lisa wrote, all right, good deal. I wrote, yes. It's just me trying to chill and wait. I got through today without crying once, and I know that sounds weird, but it's true. Lisa wrote, doesn't sound weird at all. I wrote, hmm, gotta stay positive, hoping for no more kicks in the teeth. Lisa wrote, it's extremely emotional. Until it's over, you will have days like this. I must have fallen asleep because this last message was all I remembered. April 27, 2022, another morning I woke up and I'm not crying. I'm not hurting. It's a bittersweet day. My niece Jen's birthday is today. Happy birthday, baby. And it's the day my angel Wyatt passed away. I told Madison, it's the day that my life turned into a nightmare all over again. This is the day it all began when Wyatt passed away. And I adore you, my angel boy. 8.33 a.m., I messaged Summer. I wrote, good morning, Summer. Hope things are better for you and your family. I'm praying for you all. Just wanted to let you know I got all the paperwork sent back to the Attorney General's office on Monday, so they should receive it today. I will keep you informed and thank you again so much and have a great day. 12.34 p.m. I haven't heard anything from Summer yet, but I know I will. No tears yet. Madison had taken me to one of her friend's house to pick up something. Today it's been 15 years since we lost Wyatt. She had me hold a little flat white box, and when we arrived at the restaurant, she pulled in and we sat there for a matter of a few minutes, and she asked, are you going to open that now or wait until you get home? I said, oh, this is for me? She said, yes. It had a blue beaded ribbon around the box and it's beautiful. I opened it and when I saw the blue writing, it said, mama. Underneath it, in white letters, Megan's name, a white heart, Madison's name, a white heart, and then Wyatt's name. I started to cry. I put my head down and I cried. 
Madison said, don't cry, Mama. I stopped. I cleaned myself up, got out of the car, we went to eat. When we were done eating, we went to the cemetery. While at the cemetery, I took pictures of Wyatt and I took pictures of Megan. Sitting here in the car as I got ready to pull away, I saw 427 on the clock. Today's date, I prayed to Wyatt. I love you, baby. I drove home and felt the need to stay here. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, my angels. 7.31 p.m., Carla called. She's sitting in front of my house, calling to ask if I'm home. I told her no, joking with her. She asked, where are you? I said, not home. I laughed a little and she looked toward the house and she saw me in the front window. We laughed, we hung up, and she came into the house. It was a nice visit. Thank you, Carla, for helping Madison with her dress, her prom dress. Madison asked, will you come over Friday at noon to help my Nana with the dress? Carla said, yeah, sure, yes, I will. Madison seemed pleased and I was happy for her too. After Carla was done, she and I were able to sit down for a few minutes and it was brought up about the cemetery. I said, well, I'm thinking the worst, but hoping for the best. But even so, we still have other options. Carla said, yes, we do. I said, we will take it to wherever we gotta take it to. Carla and I laughed and we both agreed. I said, well, we are not done yet. If this doesn't work, but I don't know how it couldn't. So much proof and out of everyone that has seen the photos and timelines of the events, sees it. But the people in B don't. Carla said, exactly. Right, Aunt Nell. Madison agreed too. We visited Carla and Carla left about 10 p.m. God help it to work out for all of them. April 28, 2022. Good morning. Yes, another morning I woke up without a heavy heart. I'm not crying. I keep thinking, it's in someone else's hands, but what does that mean? Am I waiting on a phone call? Am I waiting on an email? Am I waiting on a letter? I mean, what's next? Thank you, dear God. Protect us from evil throughout all of this. And I do know while I wait, I will edit and go over my story. I'm starting today. 12.48 p.m., I started editing, and I edited until I got tired. 4.26 p.m., Carla message. She wrote, how are you today? Are you keeping your eyes dry? 7.12 p.m., Carla wrote, thinking of Megan and Wyatt this evening and how grown up they are in heaven. I have a sibling and another cousin who was up there with them. God loves his babies. He takes care of them as they grow. I worked on editing until it got late. I checked my phone and saw I had the message from Carla. 10.20 p.m. I wrote, I have kept my eyes dry. Third day today besides yesterday when Madison gave me that plaque. Aw, uh, I'd been thinking of them too today. I didn't know you had a sibling that passed. I'm sorry, baby. And God does love his babies. 
and I know Megan is truly an angel. And sorry, I just got back to you. Carla wrote, I was beginning to wonder if you were okay, and I'm glad to hear it. Carla wrote, I love you. Have a good night. Tell Madison I love her, and I will see her tomorrow. I wrote, Madison's already in bed asleep, but I will tell her in the morning. Carla wrote, all right. I went to bed. Thank you, dear God, for this day. Thank you for listening. I look forward to you listening to the next episode. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at lowercase letters, Emily McMahon, E-M-I-L-Y, McMahon, M-C-M-A-H-A-N, 208 at gmail.com. Stay kind with your words.